What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 6, Episode 15, and it's called Chapter 111, Blue Collar. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast. We're going to go through our recap roundups, your recap roundups, best moments, best lines, MVPs. There were a lot of LVPs this week, let me tell you. So be sure to stick around for that. As always, to and continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let us get into the episode, y'all. So, what did you think of the app? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Like yeah. it was, it wasn't their best of the season. Like whoa, I'm blown away. Right. But we did get to see a lot more development, which I was very happy with. I think the ending leaves us off with a crazy sort question of like mark. sprinkle question mark. Um, totally. So I wasn't mad at it. Like I was okay yeah. with the episode. What did you? Think? I wasn't mad at it either. I feel like it was exactly that. I felt like it was kind of like last episode, and I think we even said it during the pro when we were watching the promo. It felt like a kind of continuation of what was mm. happening last episode. It's just getting deeper and deeper. Percival's kind of like digging deeper and deeper and trying to fuck everybody up. So like that that's it was a lot of setup is what I should say. I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing what happens after yeah. this. Um all right, so let's start it off. The first part of the episode starts with Jughead narrating that there's been this war, but now they're putting down like these railroad tracks and things are going to start changing um and it's percival talking to his crew um and it turns out that he's basically screwing them over he's paying them less yeah he's deducting the rental fees from their pay like the rent the equipment that he's renting he's like oh deducting God. that from their pay so like they're basically like making nothing ever. yeah worst boss ever <laughs> nothing. and at the same time i'm also like y'all better feel real guilty for not freaking wanting to do that thing with for archie Archie, yeah. exactly. I was like, you should have learned your lesson for next time. Um, so then it cuts to Archie, Cheryl, and Tabitha at Pops, at the new Pops. And they're talking about Percival and how he's taking advantage of the workers and, like, breaking their spirits and making sure that they're not unionizing. And Sh- Archie asks Cheryl, because he knows that the Blossoms and the Pickens had some, like, history with each other Mm -hmm. if she can like look into her records and see if there's any dirt on his family that he can use Mm -hmm. and cheryl's like okay fine i'm actually i have a friend she keeps saying like i have a friend that's actually helping me with a library and my friend is here and like keeping me company yeah so um my friend is there and uh that's what she's gonna do she's like okay cool cuts to agent drake talking to veronica about her powers like betty brings her into the office i was actually quite surprised to see this scene yeah i was like okay i guess they're just like gonna bring in all like her with the superpowers okay cool fine so drake apparently knew of hiram and he apparently had like some sort of absinthe bit like secret absinthe business is that what what the case was like yeah because she was like i was on the jingle jangle case back in season right. two so she's like i definitely came across your your daddy's folder right and yeah like he was making absinthe at yeah. one point or something like this kind of like was, confused yeah. me a little bit i was like okay sure fine but i was because i was trying to wonder why like, I even, <laughs> like why? the only reason why i wrote it down <laughs> is because i had to go back after it shows up later in the yeah. episode um and then Drake says that Veronica's body is actually extremely healthy, even though there's a lot of toxin in it. Her body basically, like, 
distills it, distills all the toxins, and like there's like a. So Betty asked Drake to like scan Veronica's body. Right, I guess so. I guess that yeah. was the situation. Um, and then at that point in time, Betty gets a call from her mom, and she has to like rush home. Right. What did you think about this scene? You were like, it was weird because it was just caught me off guard because I was like, why are these two stories like intersecting? Yeah, yeah. And then I think even Veronica's like, oh my god, I should like start an absent business and like leave the. I was like. Wait, are you even doing that anymore? I thought you were yeah. like the Wolf of Wall Street slash like too the casino things. operator. Like she's I thought you left that. Things. Yeah, she's just like, <laughs> like got her why? Hands too many unless, and I gave them the benefit of the doubt. I was like, unless this absent thing is gonna be the thing that like can kill Percival as well. Ooh. Like unless that connects to the main storyline, I feel right. like this is very random and like, like very why? unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. I think there is a connection. We can talk about it a little bit later, but I, okay. I kind of understand why they went that way. But it was random yeah. in the beginning. I was like, what? Why are we talking about this? Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Betty rushing home. And she was like, where is he? She goes upstairs. She's got her gun. She's like ready to like shoot somebody. She pops the door open and it's Charles laying in bed. And he's like, like in her bed. And he's like, like sickly. Yeah. He's like, D.I. <laughs> she's like, did you have, like, why don't you use Polly's room? Yeah. Like you somewhere else. Why are you using Betty's room? room? <laughs> They're like, the art directors are like, we are not building a new set. Like we can't. We cannot it. build <laughs> Be- Polly's room one more time. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> has been done. dead. <laughs> she, <laughs> it hurts too much. Um, so then it cuts in Moose talking to Kevin and he asks, uh, he asks like, why Moose are you moving in with With Percival? the big questions this episode. Oh, Let yeah. me tell you, Moose came in Moose came heavy in with the heavy. big hard questions. I know. And I, I loved I, it. I, I loved it too, for sure. Yeah. Um, and he asks him if he's pursuing the, like if he's pursuing this custody battle and Kevin's like, I have to do it. I just got to. But why I, I exactly like why do you got to do it like, so why, I, like moose talks to him about it later and i'm like that is exactly the tea like he is basically like reading kevin like all the way down home um but anyway so then moose is like okay cool sounds good whatever yeah um he doesn't really like he asks it and then like when kevin replies he's like oh okay like you can tell he's like taking in like kevin's answers yeah yeah and still trying to like understand like what why is this even happening like right he's he exactly and that's exactly that for for a character that has been like gone for so long he's just asking all the questions to get a little bit of context because i really like like, make make him think uh, maybe twice about what the he's doing well yeah because he's like Later on, I think he says, he's like, why are you like, these are your friends. Like, yeah. So it's true. Like when Moose left the show, like they were all friends, like they were all together. It's like, what the hell happened in this time where like I left? Exactly. Exactly. And you know, you're, you're literally trying to steal their baby. Like what? Like what's wrong? What's going on here? Um, so anyway, then it cuts to Alice talking to Betty about Charles and that he's dying. He's got like leukemia or something, something's wrong with him that he's basically dying the um jail didn't have enough hospital beds for him so they moved him to homes to spend more time with the family in his last like dying days basically um then it cuts to tabitha and archie going to visit people at the construction site and they uh decide to like put a little pops diner like a mini like pop-up yeah shop beside the construction site so they can just i love this idea 25 cent coffee yeah Get them like excited, like you know. Because I think Tabby was like, he's not even giving them coffee. Like they don't even have like refreshments at work. Yeah. 
She's like, let's take our pop-up truck and like go there. I was like, this is such a cute idea. Yeah. Like, I love this. It was really, it makes really cute. So much sense. And then obviously Frank, who is like the angriest man of all he got time. Worse. Like, why is he just getting so like more and more angry? He's like, acting like an angry 16-year-old boy. Like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> just like, I don't like this. Like, and and I know like, we talk the about adult this. in the situation. Every single time we talk about the fact that why are these people doing this? Are they that like brainwashed? Like, is it them? I'm like, if you're that aggressively angry, and it's the same thing with Kevin, like that is you. To me, that is you. Like you mm -hmm. are just being like you're acting on your own behavior. So I don't know. I don't like Frank anymore. He's yeah. even as hot as he is. I just I No, like he's him. acting like an idiot. Like complete yeah. like I really thought last week was the turning point for at least Frank. If it's not gonna yeah. be Alice, at least him to be like, let me still stay in like Percival's like area but like i will keep an eye on whatever yeah no he's like if not he's like worse than when he was before and there's no reason for him because like if we're talking about alice as well like even alice at least she's like talking to betty throughout this episode so you're like okay she's like kind of human yeah like you can have yeah, these conversations she has there. compassion she's still there to a degree she might not like betty right now but like she's at least like being cordial and so is betty but like every single time frank sees like Archie, she, he looks like he's about to punch him in the face. Yeah, like, like he's like disgusted by him. I'm bro, like, calm okay. down. Like, why do you hate him so much? And Archie has to just be like, okay, that's my uncle who fucking hates me for yeah. no reason. Um, so anyway, they're handing out coffee and they also tell them um, that there's like this open mic that's happening after work to talk about like unions and figuring out your working conditions. Because like right now it's like not the it's team. It's like bad, yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Percival and he's in Reggie's mind and he like it's kind of set up the same way that we've seen all of the like minds where mm. there's comic books on the side he gets to the one of the comic books he opens it up and it actually has been ripped out yeah so then he tells reggie he's like yeah actually you're right jughead oh like did tamper with your brain um and reggie's like yeah that's so like fucked you're up. missing a memory or like a scene like, or whatever yeah he's like i, can't I love really the way they they visualize this 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 whole thing like yeah of him going into their memory or their brain and like accessing like these moments. like the way they show it is really cool yeah it was a cool way to like show it and set it up that way but anyway he goes there can't find it then he tells reggie about it and then reggie asks him he's like well when are you gonna teach me magic and percival's like okay let me show you magic he pulls out this briefcase and he shows him like a dummy and he's like, what is this dummy? And he's like, it's a totem that will help you to like throw your voice. So essentially at the next like mind reading show with Veronica, he wants like to- Like a ventriloquist. Yeah. It's like a ventriloquist dummy. He wants to distract Jughead or Reggie's going to distract Jughead with his him throwing his voice. Why couldn't Reggie just distract him like with Reggie's voice? With his voice? I know. I was <laughs> like, like, what was the point of this whole thing? It was so like, random. Like, couldn't he just like heckle him himself? Like, I don't get it. But I guess they were confused because like at one point they show Reggie and he's his mouth is yeah, moving. Yeah, he's not moving. His, like, yeah. his voice is like somewhere else. So maybe they're looking in the crowd seeing Reggie, but he's not talking. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. I don't know. It was very confusing. I was like, why did you even have to add that extra element? I thought Percival was going to put Reggie in the thing. Into the dummy. And like lock him up in there or something. Oh, but then damn. I'm like, then what would he that, be abused? Then he, what would he have done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. But it's true. He could have just been like, Reggie, you're just going to go there and start yelling in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. Like, like just be a heckler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be a heckler. Um, so anyway, he. Um, <laughs> it's so dumb because like 
Reggie's like, cool magic. Like, I just imagine his character being so stupid to be like, oh, you did teach me magic. Yeah, by doing I'm a this magician. Thing that I could have done by myself anyway. But yeah. thank you for the ventriloquist on me. So um, he's like, that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to go into his mind while he's being distracted by you. Anyway, cuts to Archie talking to Fangs and the rest of the workers at the new pop setup. And Fangs basically, like, says everything. He's like, we're being overworked. We're being underpaid now. And Archie says, like, you guys can unionize. Like, that is what is possible. Like, you should mm-hmm. you should, ch- you should try. And they're like, Percival's never going to go for it. And um, he's like, you should just ask. Obviously, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts to Veronica talking to Agent Drake about selling absinthe. So to your point about mm-hmm. her saying, like, I have this rum business, but I after you talked about absinthe, I got really interested. Um, so she wants to get in on the business. Um, but then when she was talking to Drake about it, she was like, oh, like, maybe I can make it so, like, the wormwood, which is, like, the essential mm-hmm. ingredient of absinthe, maybe I can, like, make it a little bit less toxic, but, like, still, like, potent enough for right. people to, like, people get, like lit. feel the effects and yeah. get lit. Um, and Drake's like, ooh, that's, like, not in the like, business market right now. Like, you should definitely do that. She's like, can I have a stake in that? I was like, yeah. where is this going? I like, this like, is so what? inappropriate. Like, So this is the part that I got very confused by. So to your point, yeah. I was like, why is she even talking about the, like, the absinthe business with Agent like, Drake? Like, Agent and- Drake is so desperado to, like, get in on, like, the core four. Like, yeah, I feel like she, like, to wants to be a part of, like, the show. She's like, I'm cool, too. I have money. I can invest in you. I can hang yeah, out with you like, guys. Wait, whatever what? you guys want to do. Like, I'll be here. Like, yeah, and then she's, like, acting like she knows, like, all these, like, weird things. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, your body's like a funnel for, like, like a thing. And we're like, yeah, we already know that. Like, yeah, we know. Thank you. Knowing that. Thank you for that. But, okay. Um, so, anyway, it cuts to <laughs> Charles talking to Betty. And she asks about, like, Chick. And he's like, yeah, we didn't get married. We kind of got, like, split up, like, once we went back to, to Shawshank. Um, but he says that he's a survivor, so we are to assume that Chick is he's still alive and well, and he's probably likely he's surviving come back at some point. Yeah, yeah he's surviving. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought when I read True. that. When he said that, I was like, okay, so we're expected to see Chick at some point. Okay. He just didn't sound like they were like in love, like they were acting like they were before. Like he was like, oh, I yeah. don't know. He like went somewhere and like he's like there. I was like, if you guys are like in love, like why isn't he? with you right now like but i guess he can't he's in jail like lovers oh he's in jail yeah he's in jail jail. but they're like separated separated in jail so like he hasn't seen i thought like he got out or something no 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 he's like still in jail for a murder right (laughs) for literal murder as if you go to jail for murder (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's true um so she asks him about death and if he's afraid of dying and he's like i've made my peace but like and he says something about, like, maybe this is just punishment for, like, yeah. all the bad shit that I've been doing in my life. Yeah. And she's like, fair, fair point. Um, then it cuts to Heather and Cheryl. They're going through, like, the Blossom and Percival back and forth letters. And apparently the Pickens stole an ancient text from mm-hmm. um, the Blossoms. Mm-hmm. And Heather says, like, maybe we can steal it back. Like, maybe we can look for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, in the, at the same time we can try some magic with you and I can teach you how to be invisible right. um, to try to get it back. And I was like, sick magic. What did you think I'm of all of magic. this? I thought it was cool. Um, obviously her trying to get this book means more to Heather than it means to Cheryl. Okay. But what okay. did you think of the situation? Yeah, that's, that's all I was going to ask you of like, was there a second motive for Heather? Like, are yeah? I think so. I mean, yeah. I, like, it does make it seem like she stumbled on it. 
But like mm. maybe she saw she it found, and yeah. then she was like, ooh, that text has been missing for like maybe Heather knows more. She obviously knows more about this text than Cheryl does. It, so like maybe it's this like hidden text that like every witch is looking for. Maybe like all the cards yeah, are looking yeah. for a specific. Book, and maybe like, it's know. like the thing that's going to kill Percival. So like at the same time, like I don't hate it because it's like yeah. if you need it, like take it. But I <laughs> but like I didn't. I didn't like how she like used Cheryl. Like she kind of like manipulated her, and she was like, "I'll teach you magic." Yes. Like if you help me, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm down for little, that." But I'm yeah. like, "Whoa!" Like that's a little like you know. Yeah, a little sketchy. There's bullies. a little. There's a little bit of that going on for yeah. sure. So like, yeah. I wonder how it's all gonna kind of play out. The yeah, end, but, but I'm into it. Like I do love their yeah. dynamic, and it's very interesting and very yeah. like fresh. Because at the end of the day, like, Cheryl is also learning how to, like, go invisible. So, like, I'm kind of into her teaching her, like, real shit, too. She's not just giving her, like, a fucking ventriloquist dummy and being like, hey, you can throw your voice. Exactly. (laughs) So at least she's doing something. So at the end of that scene, Veronica shows up and asks for a book on how to distill absinthe and to see if she has any wormwood in her, like, ancient garden, Mm -hmm. apothecary garden or whatever. Cheryl's like, like, bitch, I'm so busy right now with my other friend. She's like, what the F are you doing here? Yeah. And Veronica's like, Um, I just need a book. She's like, she's like, okay, fine. I'll get you the book. Um, So then it cuts to Percival and he sits down to talk to Archie at the new pops. And he's like, hey, you're bugging my employees. And he actually ends up offering Archie a job. And Archie's like, um, are you fucking I love this moment. literally want to punch you in the face every single time I see you. Do you really think (laughs) at this point I would ever accept this job with you and you can actually bribe me? Because if that's the case, you really don't know me. You don't know anything about me. So get in my face. Um, yeah, I was kind of surprised though because I'm like, why does Percival think that after all this time, Archie's yeah. gonna be like, Oh my god, you're so right, thank you I'll so join much your for offering thing. me. Who would no, there, there's yeah. no one, no one would ever do that. Um, so anyway, he says no, cuts to Tony and Fangs talking to their lawyer about their crim- criminal records, mm-hmm. like they have criminal records, they've been arrested, but they kind of defend, like, Oh, but it was like when we were younger, it doesn't look like, but she's like, it's still on your record, so it kind of mm-hmm. just looks bad for you. Um, and she asks if they're going to consider, like, leaving the serpents. Like, what are they doing with the serpents? And still, Tony and Fangs are still kind of, like, both on either side. He's of literally it. like, I was born a serpent, like, and now we're I will die a serpent. Yeah. I was like, maybe this is not the time. Maybe, to, like, like chill the on all that shit. So, and then Tony's <laughs> like, we're kind of trying to think of, like, doing a rebrand with the serpents. Um, and the lawyer says, like, whatever you're planning to do, like, it needs to happen quickly. So, like, it's either out or, like, changed. Yeah. Like, you need to do like get your shit together. Yeah. Or you're going to lose this baby. So after she leaves, Fang's in her talk about, like, the proposal that she had last episode. Like, oh, like, are you are we going to get married? So and I was a little taken aback because I was like, wow, he didn't say yes. Right away. Like, yeah. right away. Like, you're yeah. literally going to keep her, like, wondering. And I think it has to do with the fact that, like, maybe he just doesn't really dis- dis- like, trust her decision on the serpents because essentially he says, like, I'm still on the fence because, you know, like, the serpents are a family. So, like, why would you want to just create a family just for us? Like, he doesn't understand her I understand that, but, like, you still need to make your own family. Yeah, 100%. And Fangs is just being stupid this yeah. whole, entire time. So, like, I, I just really hated how, like, he left Tony hanging. I was like, that's so disrespectful. Like, I mean, it's a big decision to make. Um, but at the same time, it's like, but, 
what are they at this point? Yeah, then just say, like, then it, we can't be married. We can't be married or whatever, but we'll see. Anyway, they figure it out by the end of the episode. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, cuts to Veronica and Jughead at the show. And, of course, as planned, Reggie starts to heckle. It's, like, not him talking. It's, like, mm-hmm. puppet or whatever. And Percival's also in the theater. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I don't really understand why it's not the case is, like, why are people not barring like, I was Percival from entering the exact places? same thing when like, I was watching the scene? I was like, why is he still allowed in your yeah, goddamn casino? Exactly. Like, don't let him in. Like, yeah. clearly he's evil. Clearly he's yeah. against you all. You're yeah. still letting him into your casino. I don't and get it. And even forget freaking Percival. What about Reggie? Didn't you say yeah. he's never allowed to come back into your casino? Yeah. And like, he's sitting at your fucking tables? Like, girl. It doesn't make it. That to me didn't make any sense. If they showed like a scene where like there was security and he slips in or something, then I'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like he played her. He's making his way in. Yeah, yeah. I just I didn't get like it's very inconsistent. Um. So anyway, as he's doing that, Percival gets into his mind, gets into Jughead's mind while he's being distracted, and the door to his mind is locked. It's not the same setup as like the desk sitting there. His is like a locked door that he can't get into. Mm-hmm. Um, so Percival afterwards says it was harder than like usual to get into his brain. He's talking to Reggie. And he's like, I need some sort of totem, something that like really means a lot to Jughead um, in order to do this, like mm-hmm. in order to get into his brain. And Reggie says, he tells him about the beanie. He says, mm-hmm. I know he had this beanie in high school. He wore it every single freaking day. Um, and I know where they hit it. They hit it in like a little capsule and mm-hmm. I know where that is. Like I can get that for you. And Percival's like, perfect. That's exactly what I'll use. But also get me like a few extra things because I need a disguise to get into Like I need mind. to dress up as Jughead basically. I need to be Jughead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To get in. Um, so he's like, okay, cool. Cuts to Archie talking to the workers and they're all just like, he's like getting them all excited. He's talking about like, it's not just about you and unionizing you guys. It's about like your future, your children, and like what th- that represents for your kids, like the freedom of choice or what blah blah blah. Like he just like riles them all up. It's like the big big moment. Um, and everybody's like, "Good point, true, true, true." But uh, this is the thing with these moments, right? Like, there's been so many of these like amazing yeah. moments. These like revolution moments, and I'm like, right. oh my god, and then nothing happens. Yeah. Or like they get conned again. So that emotional attachment that I used to have to these scenes and these speeches, I love them. But now, no, I'm like, it's, it's probably not a- going to even go anywhere. Like, it's yeah. pointless. Or it's just a lot of the same thing. Like every yeah. single scene Archie was in was either with Percival or yeah. he was like talking to talking the workers the again. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Okay, cool. Like, can we just get to the point right now? Yeah. Um, anyway, so they're getting more and more toward, like, wanting to unionize or quit or whatever. Like, they don't want to leave their jobs because they just can't afford it. But anyways, uh, then it cuts to Charles and Betty talking about um, their childhood and, like, how, like, it was different for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about back in the day, like, one of the, one of his big moments was, like, killing catching a possum and killing it and he's like yeah it was like killing it like you did with caramel your cat Mm -hmm. and betty's like those are completely different situations she's like i'm trying to heal myself like you we're talking about you right now Mm -hmm. um and he does say like he does wish that like there was a possibility of like going back in time and not hurt it so that like 
shadow person that he that was inside of him like never got unlocked it was a like, very interesting conversation. Like, very I, did interesting appre- conversation. I did appreciate this conversation a lot because yeah. it t- it's also like teaching her at the same time, like how she could have, you know, maneuvered her childhood sure. or like For her sure. future or whatever it is. Like, and it is the question of like serial killers: is there like a turning point? Yeah. Like, is there a yeah. specific moment in their childhood that happens that like they have a choice and they make the dark choice and like then yeah. they follow? Like he's like, path. I wish I just kept it dormant. Like I wish yeah. I never even like opened that. Cause like, look at me now, like I'm done. But that's, but that's the idea of like the instinctual like feelings. Like he couldn't have kept it dormant. He is literally a serial killer. Like that's yeah. what he needed to do to survive. Exactly. So maybe it's a little different for him. But like, yeah, who knows? Like she's it not a serial killer. Like she's she's different. She got the MOAOA, but it's different. Um. So then it cuts to the construction site, and Kevin's like out here flaunting the baby. To all of his co-workers. Dude, I have never hated Kevin. Cut me out. More yeah. than in this disgusting moment. Like so his lame. character took such a disgusting and evil turn. Yeah. Like how are you sitting there flaunting it? Yeah. Right Like in it's front one of thing Kev- to be right like I want this kid. Like I deserve to be a parent. Like I do love him. I'm going to keep him safe. It's another thing to sit there and be like. I'm the dad. Like he didn't. He looks just like me. Like bitch, what? Yeah, like so disrespectful. Fangs literally looks at him. He's like, he's not your son, and he basically is about to like beat his ass. And as much as I get upset later, because all Fangs ends up doing is like fucking beating people up and getting people in trouble. I'm also just like fair point. But this is is deserving of that. Like, yeah, it's he's such a piece of shit. Like, yeah, he's gotten us to that level where like we're literally like let's resort to violence. Like because he's so disgusting. Like his level. Kevin to me is dead. Like I do not care if Kevin dies this season. Like I will be happy because there's nothing redeeming about his character. Yeah, as a person, as a man, like as a whatever, a dad, like nothing. You are a disgusting person. He can't even. Even before to go live in his own fucking house he literally admitted to moose he's like percival's paying for my like suite like you're such a little loser 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 get out of here yeah i i'm over his character i mean y'all know how i feel about this motherfucker. it just keeps getting worse and that's what yeah. shocks me every time like i we already hate him yeah. and it's like you get more and more pathetic they add like even yeah. worse shit to him I'm like how is this even possible like the how personal of him able? being like he's paying for my suite I'm like wow you're a loser <laughs> wow you wow. couldn't live in your dad's house with your dad like you don't even have a mom like yeah get out of here and what you work two jobs you work as a sheriff and a teacher and that can't afford to play, pay for a fucking <laughs> your own place at some fucking house or just live with your dad like what's the big deal like he has a nice house like just stay with him like it's so not like I'm, I can't you know. imagine that Riverdale has like the craziest rent. It's like the shittiest town in yeah. all of America. So like, why can't you afford it? You fucking loser. So anyway, cuts to Heather and Cheryl. How heated the- I get when you talk about <laughs> You're like, I, I gotta drink take water. a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I, so then it cuts to Heather and Cheryl at the curiosity <laughs> shop. And she says like, you need to hold your breath while you're in there as you're like saying a spell in your mind. And then like, she like you'll won't go be invisible. able to see you. Yeah. yeah, you'll go invisible. So really cool scene. Heather opens the door. And because Heather isn't known by Percival that we know, she kind of walks in and yeah. uh, is like, He's like, hello, ma'am. 
Who are you? Like, Hello, how are you? Never and she's seen like, you before. I'm looking for something for my friend and she needs something. And so at that point in time, Heather's holding or, or Cheryl's holding her breath and she walks by him. Like she kind of like yeah. waves and like he can't see her. Yeah. And then he she goes into the back, yeah. finds this book. As it's happening, though, like she drops a book by accident. Yeah. There's a quick tense moment where Cheryl's has to like hold her breath and stay still. And he's like right <laughs> in front of her. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, she's like, Ugh! but then she's already holding the book. She like actually yeah. got the book. So um, when he goes into that thing to look for that book, he doesn't find it, or he just doesn't realize what she took. I don't think he realizes what she took. Okay. He like okay. he sees just like the one book that she drops, and then like puts yeah. it back on the shelf, and then walks back. Out okay. Out. Um. So yeah, so she gets this book. She's like sickening. Like let's go. Then it cuts to Veronica reading on like. Which hold on, sorry, real quick. Yeah. That could mean like two things. That could mean like nothing, like it's whatever. Or yeah. that could mean that like if this book was truly important to Percival and like he truly like coveted that book, yeah, and it had significance, wouldn't he have known that that was the one that was missing? I guess he didn't like. So maybe think Heather's to look... lying. Maybe I he mean, doesn't even know that that book exists. It does all feel very easy, right? So like yeah. when you think about whether or not Heather can be someone who's working for Percival. This is all very so, still very possible for me. Yeah. In my so mind. now that I now that we've seen this episode, I do think I don't think per she's working for Percival, mm. but I do think she might be working for her own motives, like her own maybe her coven or like whatever it is. So I feel like she has her motives, and whether those motives will eventually line up with like the good side, maybe they right. will. Like maybe she'll want to help them. I just feel like she has her own motives and like maybe that whole story was like a lie of like this book wasn't even like he didn't even know that the book existed maybe right i don't know just I, something I, to think about because like he didn't even notice that it was gone if it was so yeah. important like he would have been like oh that one's missing well, like straight you know? to the book yeah yeah, yeah and see if it's there or whatever but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know or maybe it wasn't put I'm on display like maybe she like took it and he didn't even think True. there's so many books in yeah, the yeah, book, yeah 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 right? that's yeah it could so, like, probably maybe he just that. didn't notice it yeah. but to your point there could be something there where, like, we find a reveal where, like, it backtracks and, like, Heather and Percival are, like, winking the whole time because, like, they know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I buy him and her working together. Like, I, okay. I don't I don't buy it as much anymore. Like, last week, I know we, we kind of mentioned that, but I feel like she has her own, like, strategy. Something's happening on yeah. her side, too. I mean, something is happening for sure. I just don't know like, yeah. what it all means. Yeah. Um, so, anyway... It cuts to Veronica. She's reading about wormwood and she has some wormwood. So she's trying to see if she can like hold on to this wormwood like, and extract. <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, absinthe. Um, Where then did she, the story go? Though? I, like, I don't fucking know. She's holding on to these like uh, little weeds and she's like trying to see if she can extract the poison. She's like, let me suck from it out it. of the plants. Yeah. So I think the reason <laughs> it all makes sense later. <laughs> why she's like trying yeah. to figure out how to do this yeah um so then it cuts to betty talking to archie about you know her memories and how like this bad energy basically manifests into your body like all the bad things that and you then do, makes, you, makes you sick and it makes you sick yeah um so they're kind of ha they have a really quick conversation it's like probably the only time we see like barchi together in i did a really i did really appreciate this scene because mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of the things that we did complain about throughout the series was we don't get a lot of these like middle scenes these little Tiny scenes moments, where yeah. you know the the characters sort of connect their storylines together or they have right. a moment to be like hey can i just, just call you for a second in. like yes. i need to ask if you're okay we were really asking for those kind of moments and this is such a short scene and that's okay 
way but it yeah. made me feel so much better because i was like oh my god like she's like telling him like what she just found right. out and like he cares to listen and it just makes the relationship it's a short scene but it adds so much value to who totally. they are and like their relationship and totally. i did appreciate it yeah it was good yeah. and then of course as she's talking to him she looks through his window which is like her <laughs> her window um right through and she sees like alice like go like this like with like a fucking slow pillow. Like, motion she's like like she's like about to walk in i'm like she's not changing that pillow like she's about to do something real bad so betty runs like, upstairs and sure enough alice is literally trying like, to fucking suffocate him. him to death yeah um and she like pulls her back and like throws her down so she's like yeah. what the fuck are you doing mom I was just like, what the fuck is going on with Alice <laughs> I fucking know, Cooper? I know. She has lost her goddamn mind. Like, what is wrong with her? Anyway, we get to that conversation a little bit later. But cuts to Tony yelling at Fangs, reaming him yelling. out about the fight. Um, she finally, because we talk about how, like, patient she is. Like, how good of a person she is to, like, have the patience for fucking Fangs. who's an idiot. Um... And she's like, why would you get into a fight? We're literally going to court, like, tomorrow. Like, we fucking moron. She yelled at him so hard. Yeah. I was like, yes, good yeah. job. Because then Fangs is like, I'm not going to just stand there and, like, watch you, watch him, like, say that stuff about my baby. Like, no way. And she's like, get your ego out I feel of like this it's shit his hair. stop being I will stupid. say his acting was a little bit better this week. I will say that. <laughs> and I feel like it's his hair that, like, bothers me because he's like, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> like, like, you barely see his face. And he's oh all like God. emo. He's like, mm, and I'm like, let's get the hair out of your face. Yeah, just like you. whip it out and like, let's just keep the scene going. Yeah, he's like taking his hair too seriously. Oh my God, they kill me though. Like, I love their scenes, but like, I'm also kind of like ready for that thing to like be concluded. Be like, let's yeah. get to the end of it. Like, let's not deal with the fact that like Kevin she has She yells no at him like a mom. Like, she's, it's like, yeah. he's, like her kid. Like, I mean. He's, he's he acts like a <laughs> fucking child. Yeah, that's true. Um. So anyway, then it cuts to Betty yelling at Alice. We get another yelling scene, like back Dude, to back. This the this four minute sequence, <laughs> I had to turn my thing down because I was like, oh my god, it got so Everyone's loud. Screaming. Everyone was screaming. <laughs> so Betty's yelling at Alice, like, "What the f is wrong with you? Stop trying to kill your son." Um, and she gets upset she's with like, her. She's like, "What's the wrong only with way. you? I yeah. need to relieve him from his suffering." Yeah, all that, all that stuff is basically what Alice is trying to say. She's like, it was kind of a part of our plan. Like, he was going to come here and I was going to kill him. I was going to kill him. Like, <laughs> like, that was an easy way out. Like With that problem? What, there's a problem with that. Which and, is fine. But, like, why didn't you just kill him when he first got there? Like, why did you, like, yeah. take so long? To and also, him? Alice literally told Betty two scenes ago, like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, home. he's coming home so we can spend more time with him. Not fucking <laughs> putting a pill over his face while he's at home. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, nothing And makes Betty sense. makes the best line she's like there has been literally enough murder in this yeah. house like can yeah. you not kill your son in this house it's been it's enough like we've <laughs> like killed enough dad. people in this house do we need to make like a tiktok video and show how many <laughs> yeah deaths like been how here? many fucking like, murders geez. have happened jesus christ i'm like are you gonna put him into your baseboards like fuck yeah alice, you've done enough <laughs> like we don't need i don't know alice is like a whole nother issue i got an issue she with needs that an exorcism there. is what she needs like what she is needs... wrong with her she needs mental help for she sure. She needs FPs, you know what? D, yeah, that'll to bring her back to life. Exercise her bring right me now. Back. <laughs> 
Oh, I miss FP. I wish he was in the show. Still. He literally needs to come back. He would not stand for anything. Exactly. Of this he would not. He'd be like, shut up, girl. Like, go right up Snap out of right it. now. <laughs> I'ma take care of you. <laughs> um, so anyway, then it cuts to Heather and Cheryl. <laughs> And she shows her the book. She's like, ooh, look at this book. And that's the book that had the demon faces on the promo that we saw last week. Oh, like, it actually okay. looks, like, pretty legit. And I was yeah. like, okay, so they this book is obviously of significance. But Cheryl doesn't seem interested in it so at Cheryl's, all. Okay, so I was watching this scene. I'm, like, like watching Cheryl's, like, whole face to yeah. see, like, what she's going to do. And Cheryl's like, we got the book. She's like, look. And yeah. Heather's like yeah she's like wow he was like obsessed she was like yeah yeah I'm like okay like there's something but here's the thing that kind of annoyed me i was like you are here with your girl that you haven't seen in years whatever you steal this book together you'd think that cheryl would just be like let's keep going with this magic stuff it was kind of fun for me to be invisible I she said that no did she not say that? But she well, she did, but then at the same time, she was like, "Let's just move on and like focus back on the letters again." So like, yeah. like it was weird that Cheryl didn't want to pursue Sorry, this. Did like, Heather adventure. say that, or did Cheryl say that? Cheryl said it first because oh. Heather wanted to open the book and be like, "Oh, look at this book! This book is so cool." But Cheryl's like, "Actually, this has nothing to do with Archie." So like, maybe we should just get back okay, to the letters. Okay, I thought Heather said it, so I was like, "Damn, she's trying to like distract her with that thing." But what she, what she does, what Heather does do is she does give her like a stack of letters. Yes, that yes. might help her after. She's like. Okay, then, like, maybe read you these letters. You go take care of that. Like, and she's, like, looking at the book again. I was exactly. Like, oh, okay. She's, like, obsessed. <laughs> so it's hard because I feel like Cheryl, who still wants to just hang out with Heather, she doesn't even care about this library. She doesn't give a fuck about Archie. So, like, why doesn't she just want to do whatever Heather's doing? Like, I, if I had a crush on someone, True. I'd be like, oh, you want to just look through this book that I, we just helped steal well, together? Well, it shows like, you, like, who it. Cheryl is. Like, ultimately, like, she does yeah. still want to help her friends out, you know? Yeah, like, that's true. Cheryl for the win. Yeah, Cheryl for the win. I was like, why are you being such a good friend? Yeah, like, you're like, go get you give the... give a shit. Like... Like, you literally wanted to kill them all last season. Yeah. So, like, what's going on here? Um, So then it cuts to Percival, and he gets his beanie, and he puts on, you know, the serpent jacket... And it literally looks like when there's like a forty-five-year-old, like yeah, dressing up wearing as child clothes. Yeah, yeah, like it's too much to deal with. I was like, like, I can't. You're at Comic Con and like someone's dressed up as like yeah, Jack someone's Jones. dad is dressed up yeah. as Jughead Jones, and you're just yeah. like, oh no, this is not, this is not it. Sis. Yeah, he's he puts on the fucking beanie. He's like walking around. Like, I thought it was gonna like cloak him so that he looked look so that it was Cole. So it looked like him, like, like him you know what I mean. Like so, it was like Cole, but he was like it was like Percival still, but it was like right, Percival right. still, like the actor. It was so Percival, <laughs> like walking around with these fucking clothes on. Um, and uh, actually, I don't know if it happens at this point in time, but he has everything that he needs to jump into his head. Then it cuts to Moose talking to to Kevin over dinner, whether he knows who's baby, like who is baby Anthony's father genetically, mm-hmm. and. Um, Kevin says they didn't want to know so because he's like we didn't want any of the parent like either parent to think less as a father mm-hmm. like he's like I don't we didn't want to know like whose baby it was and Moose kind of says like maybe this is why you're so hell-bent on custody because you don't even really know if you're the actual father yeah and getting like custody from him yeah wouldn't would like deny that whole like like, like he trigger he worried. hit some trigger points there like 
Absolutely. One of the things that I have a question about, though, too, is, which we haven't had a chance to talk about, is episodes ago, Percival made out with Kevin. Like, they kissed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why isn't that a thing? Or was it like... Do you think it is, but they're not, like, saying it yet, like, fully? Like, between that and, like, him paying for his apartment, now I'm wondering if, like... Like, is that his daddy? daddy? Like, is that his sugar daddy? But then why is Moose even entertaining this experience Maybe Moose doesn't know. Or Kevin or Moose, like, likes him that much? Like, why do you even like Kevin enough to hang out with him this much? That's what I was... Honestly, by the end, I was like, why are you still here? And I wish... Well, we we could talk about it later, too. Like, at that last scene with Tony. Yeah. I wish at the end of that, when Moose was still in the room, he was like, I'm done. Like, I wish he kind of left, too. Because, like... He saw everything that happened. Yeah. And he just stood there. He didn't really say anything. Exactly. So, exactly. I was kind of yeah. just, yeah, anyway, yeah, we can definitely talk about that yeah. a little bit later. Um, but yeah, shout out to Moose for like literally serving the real tea to Kevin's face because yeah. truly no one else has said this to Kevin Nobody other else. than obviously, you know, um, Tony, which right. she's the the mom. Right. No one else has called him out. Like Betty hasn't called him out. Like yeah. Archie, no one. I mean, no so, one's talking to fucking Kevin right now. Yeah, that's, that's true. But they could have had a scene where like, they're like, bro, what are you doing? Like that's yeah. all our friends. Like, can you chill the F out? So for no. Moose to come in and do that, like it was very necessary. I loved it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It made sense why Moose was there for this. And like, yeah. I'm glad that he played like an act. He's not just like sitting there being like, I just want to spend time with you, Kevin. Yeah. He's actually asking him all the questions that he needs to ask. Yeah. Him. Um, so then it cuts to Percival calling Archie. He tells him how one of his workers lost his foot during the day. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he's like, oh, it's because all my employees seem to be very distracted, distracted by this by talk you. about union talk and stuff. And he basically threatens that more accidents can likely happen if you don't like leave my so he's threatening him because yeah. he probably did it he probably broke the guy's oh 100 he probably like did some spell and, like yeah broke his guy. i was like what are you guys doing the anyway whatever um so archie's now feeling a little bit more pressure to do something quickly um then it cuts to betty and alice talking sorry real quick something that we glossed over in the beginning and something that i really appreciated tabitha says i think it was tabitha she goes of course he hates unions because the 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 reason and the purpose behind a union is coming together people like fighting the, the good fight like right. in numbers it's, yeah so like the the definition of that alone is everything that percival is against yeah because he's like, a tyrant oh my God. like yeah Archie like he says like he's a tyrant he i'm like oh my god that's so him. true like i didn't think of it i didn't think of it like that like yeah. that whole union storyline and i was like yeah like it's everything he's trying to get rid of so of course exactly. he hates that idea he hates the idea of yeah um why why people still think that Percival can run a town like is beyond me like at this point I'm just like you're getting rid of the workers he's on very small like I I I feel like if you were a civilian at this point you would not think that Percival's doing mm-hmm. good for the town mm-hmm. but apparently there's still people backing him so whatever then it cuts to Betty and Alice are talking over dinner and Betty thinks that there's something more that maybe they can do for Charles um alice is like uh he's gonna die so like i don't know what you're thinking she's mm-hmm. like don't worry let me like let me let me figure this out then it cuts to cheryl and she gives a letter that she found to archie about percival's ancestor like percival's great-grandfather mm-hmm. um which was written right before this minor strike that happened back in the day right and he's like okay cool thanks and Cheryl's like bye um, then it cuts to back to Veronica and Jughead doing their show. 
And Reggie calls Percival while he's blindfolded and he's like focused on somebody else and he's distracted. He puts on the fucking beanie, yeah. looks like a 12 year old. Let's go. He's like, let's do this. He gets into his mind and this time he's able to actually open the door. And he so wedges why was he open. able to open the door? Because he looked like Jughead. I think so. Yeah, I oh literally think like so his, his brain, brain was like, "Oh, hey, Jughead, come yeah. on in." <laughs> yeah. Like what? I think that's literally what his brain did. He was like, "Cool, you can come in. You're wearing a fucking beanie, sure." <laughs> so he like <laughs> opens the door and he like gets in. Uh, and you he, need better security, Jughead. <laughs> yeah, I'm like fuck, Jughead needs a lot of things. Um, so then he wedges the door open and like kind of keeps it open. He can't. So, so now it can't be closed. Oh. Yeah, and that's all he really does. Oh, I thought shit. he was going to go into his mind. Yeah, that's and, what like, I thought. Burn like, it scramble down. scramble things up. Or scramble things up or do something. And maybe he still could. Like, I think he still has access to his mind because now he can get back into it. But I think at this point in time, I was like, oh, he's going to do something really shady. Instead, he just, like, wedges the door open. So what I thought he was going to do, and this probably would have made a hundred times more sense when mm. he said i need something of jughead's yeah i thought he was gonna steal tabby or like take tabby somehow and like clone her or like go into her clone and be her. her like be her to go there to go into his brain because oh, like his brain would let tabitha in but right. like why would his brain let himself in I mean, I guess like if your but own I guess, brain yeah, is like whatever. looking That's for what your I was own just thinking. memories, you're like he's gonna just clone Tabitha. <laughs> like that sounds like, like a lot of work. I uh, know, but like that's what I mean. I'm like, it should be a lot of work to get into someone's like brain and like memories. It also would be hilarious beanie. to see her wear to see him wearing like the waitress dress. Be like, <laughs> no, like it Tabitha. would be her. Obviously, it'd be like the like it would be like Aaron Westbrook. But like, yeah. Still, I just thought it was another way of like he's gonna take Tabitha. And then Jughead, whatever. Like, it's just more, yeah. like, dire circumstances, but nothing. Right. That doesn't happen. Yeah, it does not happen. Yeah. Um, so as as this whole thing happens, the door is now open. He's now not able to focus he in can't. on this person. Yeah. Like, he's hearing everybody's he's hearing thoughts at the exact same time. And he has to leave the show. Like, he's Which like, I thought I was already happening to him in the beginning when he first got his powers. I, wasn't he hearing, like, everyone? I guess, but I think as time has gone on, he's been able to like hone in on. Yeah. So why can't he hone in now? I because the door is now wedged open. Like I oh, guess like yeah. it's like opened up his mind. Yeah, something, he needs to go in something his brain. snapped mm. on him. Mm -hmm. Um. So later on, Veronica checks in on him, and he's like, "I feel like my head's about to explode. I can hear everybody's thought." And she just says, "You should just take the night off and just like, like hang out go and rest." Home. First and then of all, she leaves. I'm like, Veronica. I don't understand why they were still doing this stupid ass magic trick. Honestly. Because, let me say, because what is the reasoning for it so that she can make money so that her casino doesn't shut down? Yeah. Who yeah. the fuck cares? Like, <laughs> Jughead, you should protect your powers and be like, no, I need to save my strength so that when yeah. this guy comes for us, I'm ready. Right. Instead of saying, no, every night, let's just go do a magic show at your casino and let all these yeah. loser pe people that we're going against in and let them watch our show. Like, yeah. it makes no sense. He's putting, like, they're just putting themselves into too much danger for no reason. For just what? For smart. a buck? Like, why like, do they have to act so stupid to, yeah. like, push the story along? Like, I know. I know. Jughead should have just said, I'm, I need to, like, t like, like, keep it on lock. 
yeah, I'm not doing this to like yeah, like, or like I'll do, do it once for you. Like let's make money, but then like that's it. Like and then I need yeah. to like stop doing this. The fact that he did it twice or like multiple times, I was like, wow, you guys are that desperate for fucking money. Yeah, trying to run an absinthe. And what is wrong with the casino? Maybe stop like sh- hosting shows there and like run your actual casino. Right. They made it seem like the casino was like now in shambles and it's never no one's ever gonna walk in yeah. there again. Anyway, cuts to. Um, Tony talking to Britta. Britta's back for like literally five fucking seconds. I don't know why she just like shows up. But anyway, she's babysitting baby Anthony. Um, and Britta's like, yeah, I'm just kind of like looking for his pacifier. And Tony's like, oh, it'll turn up. And then Britta says like, yeah, um, it was so cute. Kevin came by to visit and Tony got kind of upset. She was like, why? Kevin came by. And uh, then she kind of puts it together that the pacifier went missing after Kevin Mm -hmm. left. So um, she thinks that he stole it. And she's like, motherfucker. Yeah, Um, she went off. She got pissed. So then it cuts to Jughead. And he goes to the diner. He's like about to talk to to Tabitha. But he starts hearing everybody there. So he decides to leave. He gets like really overwhelmed. And he just leaves there. Then it cuts to Veronica and Betty with agent drake and charles and they're all in her room and what they want to do is try to absorb the toxins that are killing him um into veronica's body who's just gonna distill it anyway and she'll be fine like Mm -hmm. she can but now that she has this ability to like absorb and detoxify um he's like he can be cured essentially Mm -hmm. and um betty's like do you want to try this and Charles suddenly is like, I don't want to die. I'll do anything it takes. Like, he's just like, I'm, I'm sure. It sounds good. Like, whatever you can. Even yeah. if it's like a sliver of a chance. Like, let's do it. So then it cuts to Tony. We get Tony fucking busting this door down. Dude. I don't know what the fuck she was like. She what drank kind some of- Red Bull or something. She and she like. Yeah. She busted that fucking door down. I actually wrote down. Do you think that like Tony has like super mom powers? Like. <laughs> And not even joking, you're laughing, but like everybody out here having superpowers for no fucking reason. No, I what think is she her has power? like, I think she was pissed. <laughs> she was so pissed, like and, she broke down a fucking And, and she has like, she knows how to fight, right? Because like she's been in the serpent. So like she yeah. knows what she's also like how to throw a punch. Right. And let me tell you, she, mother she effing wailed. threw yeah. punch. She punched this guy. And then yeah. a second one. Was there a third one or only two? I think maybe two. I think she was like up but in like his face. But like she cut his face. Like there yeah. was blood. I was like, yeah. I was like, do it. Oh my but god, it was such a. Ugh, it was I intense. It. It I want. I need to intense. make a gif. Doosh, it was so funny doosh. because at one point in time, she like comes in, punches him right away, and Moose is like, "Hey," and she's like, "Sit the fuck down." She was like, "Don't you fucking move. You stay the fuck out of this boy, or I'm gonna beat your ass next." No, she was like in another yeah. zone. Like I've never seen her like that. Vanessa I Morgan is so good. Like I live. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. Um, and she asked like, for the like, pa- you, pacifier back. Yeah. She's like, Give like, me my fucking pacifier back. That? And he lied about it right mm-hmm. away. He was like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know uh, what we were. He's like, I don't like, have a pacifier. And then she's like, really? Poosh. Yeah. He's like, it's there in the bag. Like a little. It's there in the bag. Um, so, oh, so it, annoying. and it was kind of nice because I think at one point in time, once she leaves, Moose kind of like has a, sh- you have a shot of Moose being like, boy but that's what like, i'm saying like did he obsessed. do that like what's wrong with you yeah and like this is the point where like 
to your point, I feel like Moose could have like stood up and been like, Kevin, you got some things that you need to do. That's with. what I'm saying. Like, I'm out. Like, yeah, I don't like you that much. Or like, just disappointed bro. more in him to be like, what? What's going on with you, Kevin? Yeah, and like, even like saying please. something like that. He just didn't really say good. anything. He's like, do you want to yeah. So like, <laughs> Moose, so Moose is good in the beginning, but like by this point, I was just like, what? Just where say is something. Moose? Yeah, say something. Where do your loyalties lie? Why do they lie so closely? Like, what has? What did Kevin do for you that you literally are like obsessed with? I him mean, at this point? maybe he know how to do that. Damn. Maybe he got some magic sticks. Clearly, because yeah, Moose can't. Know. Uh, no, Who I mean, I do knows? think that Moose is disappointed. I just wish, like, we just got a bit more of that so that yeah. we as the audience knew, okay, that's where Moose stands with everything, you know? Exactly, exactly. Um, so then um, Jughead shows him again. He's, like, still losing it. I think he's in his apartment at this point, And he's, like, just pacing. You can hear everything. So we have these random frantic moments of Jughead just, like, losing He's so mind. dramatic, I feel like. He's I know. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Pop's Diner and Tabitha and Archie are talking to the workers again. But this time they he's like, I can't make your mind up for you. You know, you have your decisions and reasons why you want to be a part of this. Like, we still work for him. But let me read out this letter from Percival's great-grandfather from this minor strike that happened, like, way back in the day. Mm-hmm. And apparently... The Pickens guy that back then was like talking so much smack about the workers, calling them basically like useless. They're like less than the donkeys that like carry the palladium, like some really, really bad shit he was saying about the Mm -hmm. workers to the point where the rest of the workers were like, he said that in that letter. And then like Fangs like loses his mind or whatever. And then Archie's like, yeah, that's just how he feels about you guys, too. Um, but I was like, how would that letter have been enough of evidence to show you when it's not even his words? It's the Pickens words. And he said, Mm -hmm. like, Percival, like Percival said at the very beginning. It's kind of falling apart a little bit. Like, it's not enough. I didn't feel like it was enough of a reason. Yeah, exactly. It would have been like, if it was signed by Percival, like if you found an order that like him talking shit about other people. Yeah. Why does this ancient letter, Percival literally has said to the rest of the group before, like at the council, like, I am not my my parents. I'm not my ancestors. Mm -hmm. Like, this is something different. So why would you just like believed him at that point? Anyway, Mm -hmm. then it cuts to, so Archie's like, you can decide what you want to do next, right? Then it cuts to Heather and Cheryl talking, and um, she tells her that she actually didn't really want to put a library together. Like, it was all a ruse. And uh, she really just wanted to spend more time with Heather. Right. And Heather's like, oh, that's so cute that you lied this whole time to me. Because I, I just it. want to It's such a compliment. I love it, girl. We do not get a kiss from Heather and Tony. Which and is totally Cheryl. fine. Totally cool. You Let's were fine do with this that? the slow way. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it's just, I think we're still getting to the point where like, they're realizing, or maybe even Cheryl's realizing, like her other feelings for Cheryl, like how romantic uh, for Heather, yeah, like how romantic, so, yeah. So I'm okay with things like like taking their time too. All right, like, and also they probably yeah. didn't want like death threats going to Heather at this point in time from Shoney fans because we all know how you feel about show fucking Heather Heather at this point. Jesus. Um. So then it cuts to Fangs, and he comes home, 
um, from this, like, I guess, meeting. And Tony is icing her hand because she, like, obviously just beat up fucking Kevin. Mm -hmm. And she decides that she's now going to lean into the serpents and who they are as a community. And, like, it's a part of their history. We can't show weakness. She's like, if we decide to, like, dissolve the serpents now, we're going to look weak. So she's like, we need to show that we're strong and we're not going to waver and we're just going to be the serpents. So she goes on to say that she wants to induct the ser- uh, baby Anthony into the serpents like right now and Fangs can choose his name. And I was like, are you allowed to do that if you're, I guess you are, if you're a serpent, you can just like induct them. I thought he was a part of the serpents anyway, like already. Yeah. Like, anyway, he gets this serpent name. And then at that point in time, Fangs gets so excited. He's like, I agree to marry you, Tony. So they're going to get married. Like we're, That was like the that, least romantic proposal on the, in the universe. See, that's the thing. I was like, the music, they're true. the way that they're trying to set it up, I feel like they're still trying to make us really like them together. I don't, though. And I don't know if I like them together. No, like, it just all. doesn't I don't feel, like him. It doesn't there's feel no, like there's any connection no. there at all. Like, um, even him saying, like, yeah, now I accept. Like, okay, cool. Like, like two days later, you accept? accepted it. Like After oh, all this time, off. yeah. Um, so anyway, then it cuts to Kevin talking to Percival about the pacifier. He's like, sorry, bro. I couldn't get the pacifier. It turns out that like it looks like Percival had encouraged Kevin to do this. Mm-hmm. And Moose again is like sitting in the corner of the suite, like, I don't know, just like watching this whole situation. Um, and Percival is like, Don't worry about the pacifier, but you're not even the father of baby <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like <gasps> That's a gag. That is the gag. And Kevin's um, like, what? He's like, how do you know that? He's like, that's not your kid. She's like, it's Fangs' kid. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I know everything, basically. And he's like, I, I am know your that. father now. Yeah. Um, and he says he knows things, and that baby Anthony apparently is like the spirit of Riverdale. Yeah. He represents the future of Riverdale. But then he says he is old, he is also the future of Riverdale. So this baby. He sounds like he's threatening the baby, but like yeah, a little bit. But then Kevin's just sitting there being like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Like, does he care? What's like, where's Kevin's head at after this scene? Is my was my question because not that I usually yeah. give a shit about Kevin. Yeah, not that we. Yeah. But at this point in time, after hearing that you were no longer the father, and basically there is no room for baby Anthony to be the future, as well as Percival. What is like, where is his head at? Does he care? Does he want to now protect Anthony? Does he want to drop the case? Like, what the fuck is he doing mm-hmm. now? Because mm-hmm. this, I feel like, is his turning point. If he doesn't make a big change right now, I'm done. I'm fucking done with his character. Anyway, Jay, like, you've it. been done. I, I mean, I've been done. Yeah. Nothing's going <laughs> to change my feelings, no matter what he does, yeah. realistically. But I was interested to see, like, is Kevin going to finally do something other than just sit there like a fucking idiot? And even Moose is like, bro, like, I told you, like, all of this is, like, affecting, like, your mind because you're a fucking loser. Um, Then it cuts to Charles with Betty. And he's, like, all better now. Like, he's feeling really good. Um, She's like, I'm glad to hear. He thanks her for helping him. And then um, she confesses. That right away she thought about asking like Veronica from the very beginning, like as soon as she found out that he was sick, but she wasn't really sure if she wanted to help him like at all. 
But ultimately, she decided to do it because of her mom, who is basically mm-hmm. a basket case at this point, yep. and like she needs the most help that she can get. Um, and she's like, I hope to catch the TBK. Like, that's what I want to do next. Like, that's my future plan. I'm trying to be a better person. Like, she talks, she has a really good conversation yeah. about the fact that she really wants to be like the best version of herself right now. I did a lot of this for me. Um, and then Charles actually. Thankful because I was like, why are they bringing Charles back? Like, this is yeah, so, like, like, so is pointless. Yeah. But he does say at this point that he has an idea on how he could probably trap, she could probably trap the TBK. Um, so I was like, okay, so like he has some use outside of just like dying. But like home. what happens now that he's like better? He has to go back to jail. He like, has to go back to jail. Yeah. But at least like she can get this. He's given her advice. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Archie showing up at the tracks and Frank, Percival, Kevin, and Moose are there. So first I thought it was going to be Reggie because, like, usually that's, like, his person. But Reggie wasn't even there. It was Moose. And Archie's like, sorry, bro, but, like, your whole crew is on strike right now. Um, And Percival warns him that there's something coming and you will see, like, real fighting soon. Like, you thought this was a fight? Like, the real fighting is going to start soon. So I was like, okay. Okay, Riverdale writers, like we get it. Things are gonna get more escalated, more elevated. Like what? What it's was it elevated, be? elevated, bitch. I'm ready. Elevated seven Let episodes ago. Let's go. Like, let's go. Um, but I was gonna ask you because we keep talking about Moose. Is now is Moose now just gonna be I don't know. A part of this situation? I like, I don't what, know. I don't why like is he that. there? I don't like, like that. There's no reason for him to be here at this no. point in time, standing beside Percival and Kevin after what he's already like seen and like why is he getting involved? Like, come on, Moose. Like yeah. you don't need to be a part Agreed. of this. So then it cuts to Betty and Veronica talking over absinthe. Sippy sipping um, it. Sippy sipping it. And Jayla they're catching knows up. what absinthe is about. <clears throat> it is that tea is the best. <laughs> I had some in New Orleans like way back when. With, oh my with god, it was the best. Um, then, uh, so they're anyway. They're just catching up, and it was cute because we were asking for these moments, like with Betty totally. and Veronica just hanging. Like out the only thing missing from that scene was like a cigar. Like if they were like smoking yeah, a cigar, just like that would be sick. A little bit more happy. They're always yeah. like sad and just like catching up. Shit. Yeah. Um, and Betty actually asks if she can book a casino <laughs> for an event that's coming up. Yeah. And she wants to run like a convention. And she was like, oh, cool. So like Comic-Con? Yeah, Veronica's like, like Comic-Con? And she's like, and she's no, like, like Serial Killer Con. She's like, yes. <laughs> serial, <laughs> serial Killer Con. <laughs> Which is actually interesting of a concept uh. because like considering how people are obsessed with serial killers yeah no documentaries and stuff it's not a terrible idea no i know (laughs) but like is that what is that the idea that that charles gave her like yeah wrap him have a convention like get him to be like invite him to be like one of the keynote speakers at a convention yeah i was like okay uh so then it cuts to Tabitha coming home and Jughead isn't there. There's actually like he's just a letter. so dramatic that he so couldn't dramatic. even text her or call her. Yeah, he had to leave her a friggin' <laughs> pigeon note on the table. Yeah, like yeah, he couldn't be like love text you. Text her yeah. like. <laughs> so he leaves this letter. Explains that he's losing control of his powers and he wants to stay somewhere safe and quiet until he can get a hold of them again. He doesn't explain that he's in the bunker, but we as the audience see him yeah. in the bunker. 
So as he's in the bunker, it's like great for quiet. like, yeah, for like five seconds, it's quiet. And we're like, okay, sweet. So smart. He went to the bunker and it's real quiet. But then he starts to hear sounds and there are sounds and clips from River Vale. I don't know if you noticed mm-hmm. that. And I'm sure the fans yeah, are yeah, yeah. comment on this it's too. A, but it's like when he starts looking at the... um. Like, like where that tunnel. like vent the tunnel thing is, yeah, and he starts like hearing the things of River Vale, of River Vale, <gasps> yeah. Like, oh like, my god! Fuck. And then, and then the final final shot. So like the show is now over, no more scenes. But as they show like the River Dale like logo at the very logo. end, the D turns into a V, and then we get that screaming sound of the person being like, Arr! so yeah, it so was I a guess- sick ending. I was like, oh. Yeah, my God. I was into it. Rivervale is, I it's guess, making its sort return. Sort of finally coming back to around. it's hopefully coming to a head where we're going to see them, them both collide or, saw, yeah, or exactly. something. I don't know. Very, very. I'm excited for that though. Very interesting. Very excited. Well, let us get into our recap roundups. Recap. Recap roundups. Best moment. So my best moment was definitely yours, but mm. I didn't want to choose it. So I said also, I am loving the Heather and Cheryl like moments together. Yeah. And diving into more of like the witchcraft like side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved when Cheryl went invisible because like I love that like, shit. Oh. Like she was like, oh, and, she, and then like yeah. Percival just like walks right by her and like yeah. kind of almost looks at her, but like he doesn't see that she's there. Yeah, yeah, I love cool. that moment. It was it really was cool. cool. Very Harry Potter. Um, my best moment is when Tony punches Kevin because, like, who doesn't need that? Because, like, why not? Kevin yeah, like, of course. Like, like, that is the moment of moments. WTF moment. moment. WTF moment. I'm going to say definitely Betty's special serial killer event caught me <laughs> off guard a little bit. She's like, oh, okay, I'm going to host a conference. Yeah, Got it. Like, cool. What a great idea. What a great idea. Um, and then also like the weird looks that Heather was giving when they were holding that book. I was like, right. what? Like, what is That's this going to mean? Yeah, you know? For sure. For sure. That's going to mean something for yeah. sure. My WTF moment is going to be that last shot of Riverdale switching to Rivervale and like having the back, yeah. like flip back and forth. Yeah, because yeah. I always like when the show like does something a little bit different because we know that there's a bit of like a, a template, but like when they do something different, I'm like, oh, you're trying to do something oh, different today. You do that, okay. Putting on a weight today, okay. So I was excited about that. MVP. MVP is gonna go to Veronica for mm. helping out a third tier character <laughs> because you know she saved his life. Yeah. And like shout out to Veronica and also for Percival for telling Kevin he's not the baby's father. Percival. Because the reaction that Kevin, like <laughs> Kevin's face, I was like, oh my god. This is more hurtful than three punches from Tony or from two punches po- yeah, from Tony. 100%, so like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like what was his motivation for telling Kevin that like that he would just drop the baby thing? Like um like why yeah, would he it's, just like what was he just trying to break his spirit more? That's a like, very good question. Mm-hmm. And it's either to push him further down, like it's it's it was either to like hurt him more and like push him down that road or to what we were saying like maybe it is that one where like Kevin's like what the hell like yeah what am I doing this for? Like, like, what am I doing this for if yeah. it's not for Baby Anthony? Maybe yeah. it's going to, like, have a twist on Percival. And he doesn't even, like, that's the thing. Percival didn't even, like, follow up with, like, even though you're not the father, we will find a way to get the baby back. Like, he was just like, 
the baby is the future and you're not right, the father. So right. goodbye. You know, I was like, yeah. okay. It was kind of like an abrupt ending to that. And like, how does he know he's not the dad's father? Like, I mean, I guess he like you know read the baby's mind. <laughs> True. <laughs> how would the you? baby know? Who's the baby? <laughs> Who's my uh, daddy? Who's my daddy? My daddy is. Um, the MVP to me was Tony. Obviously, I had to give it to her because she uh, boxed yep. him in the face. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I wanted to see. LVP. Who's your LVP? Oh my god, there were so many. LVP, I'm gonna give it to Fangs. Mm-hmm. Gonna give it to Kevin. Mm-hmm. Gonna give it to Reggie. Reggie. Because like homie like literally went into the ground. Yeah. To he, get like, Jughead's beanie and yeah. come back and give it to Percival. I was like, Reggie, you no. Embarrassing. You're doing Embarrassing. too much right now. Like you're a loser. Um, my LVP is going to Alice because I I was thinking about it. I saw yours and I was like, who else is out there? Alice is definitely my LVP this episode because she was trying to kill her son and she is just too much all over the place. But I still feel like she's worth giving the LVP because I still care about her and I want her to do better. Like, just do better. I don't know. Like, how do you come back from that? I don't know. I really don't know. But... I know characters like Frank. I, I couldn't even make him an LVP because he's like done for me. But with Alice, I was like, you're the LVP because you're a loser. But like, maybe you'll be better later. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The, the best, best line. line. Um, Who's your best line? Or what was your best line? Best line, I'm going to give it to Betty. When she says to her mom, there has been enough murder in this house. And literally, yeah. I looked at my screen and I was like true like <laughs> i i thought about it and i was like oh my god yeah true like yeah. it's enough like stop yeah. bringing like they need to like demolish that house first of all and just like For build sure. a new they house because like it's literally it a murder house right yeah now. it's like ahs season one yeah this is how it all begins like yeah. from there um mine is also from betty and it's uh when charles and her are talking at the end he she says i did it for mom and because I'm not ready to give up. And he says, like, on me. And she's like, on me. <laughs> she's like, I can't change the past. But maybe I should stop fixating on it and focus on what I'm doing in the present and in my future. And I yeah. was like, thank goodness. Can Such we stop talking? Line. Yeah. Yeah. Let's stop talking I, about the serial trilogy. I followed let's... up your your quote with literally this is a line for the writers to move on with this yeah. line like, of let's, the let's, serial killer Let's keep going. Yeah. Like, let's stop focusing on the past. Change yes. the future. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that ever again. Thank you very much. Um, um, we had a couple of roundups, I think, just because probably people haven't watched the episode yet. True. true. Um, so I think we have two, maybe a couple from Instagram. You want to take the first one? Yeah. Shorty Five on it says MVP me for sticking with this show. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> LVP the writers for honestly breaking up Shoni for literally no reason for ruining Tony's character and making her look so. OOC out of care. Oh, oh, out of, oh, out of character. Thank you. Thank you for that acronym definition. L- like, this is not the Tony we fell in love with or grew to know. This is some imposter and loser who allows that greasy man to walk all over her. Like, who is this woman? Tony greasy. isn't even part of the main plot. She's got no powers but and she is just is. there. I do wonder why she doesn't have powers because, like, she has been the badass of That's all. That's true. She has no powers, but, like, maybe her powers, like, box Kevin out. 
Yeah, maybe it was to break down a door and beat his ass. Um, the writer's <laughs> the writer's writing in Vanessa's pregnancy has honestly been dreadful and lazy. Her storyline is boring and I'm over it. Nobody cares. F Kevin and Fangs too and Heather just going in. Just popped off on everybody. Shoni had some hatred. Shoni five on it. Not this happy. Week. Um, worst moment, the whole custody storyline, Tony shouting at Fangs to only go and punch Kevin. Like, what? The, the fact that Tony isn't part of the main story is really irking me. The fact that Shoni don't even talk is really irking me. No MVP, no best line, no best <laughs> She's like, I did not come for this roundup. <laughs> this is it. You know what? I will agree with that a little bit. Oh, like, man. I guess, like, Shoni, like, Tony really... She does help out a little bit, but like, yeah, like for the most part, she is stuck in this like custody storyline and like yeah. it is getting old. Like I am. I will agree with that. Like for sure. Let's move on. Like I uh, exactly. And I do feel like she was killing in the beginning of the season and yeah. now she's still stuck in this like limbo over and over and over again. It's the same thing over and over again. And I just want her to be like the boss ass bitch. That like Taken, Kevin is such a bad character that he makes other characters bad. <laughs> Like Anybody we love Tony without Kevin. We love, we love Tony. Moose without Kevin. <laughs> and the minute Kevin got intercepted with Tony, he ruined her like storyline. Like and he's like fangs, nuclear. He's like radioactive. Like he yeah. can't even go near Kevin's character. Keep him away from everybody. He is he's the real black widow of this story. Yeah. At Sierra N says, the best moment, the ending. I'm loving that we're finally getting somewhere with the Rivervale slash Riverdale plot. Um, but also Tony beating Kevin's ass. It was so satisfying. So satisfying. WTF moment. Percival deciding that he has to kill baby Anthony. Also, because he wants yeah. to be the only future for Riverdale. So he wants to kill baby Anthony. That's what I implied from it too. But then I was like, why is Kevin still just like sitting there smiling? Like he wasn't smiling, but he was like, oh. And I wonder if that's going to connect to like where Tony's storyline was in Rivervale. Like maybe they have to hide baby Anthony somewhere, like in between, like in the portals or something to hide him. Or maybe Kevin is now going to be the one to be like, I will take care of the baby. But like no one trusts you. Yeah, no one trusts you. You can't even take care of yourself. (laughs) Like Like, you can't even afford your own like apartment. And like fucking be independent, (laughs) you fucking loser. Um, Her WTF moment was. Oh, we got that one. MVP, Veronica, Tabitha, and Archie. Veronica fully saved lives this episode, and I love what they are doing with her. Seeing her with Betty again is wonderful to see. Tabitha and Archie as the duo saving Riverdale is amazing. I love their dynamic. 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. LVP, Kevin, Fangs, Frank, and Alice. Kevin and Fangs are the only thing I dislike about this season. They just bore me at this point. Frank and Alice being under Percival's spell is annoying now. Frank is now boring again. And Alice, I have lost all her entertaining, has lost all her entertaining qualities that she used to have. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Best line. I'd like to stay a little longer. I know we should trust Heather because don't trust new Riverdale characters, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm loving Heather's vibe and her chemistry with Cheryl. It's refreshing no matter how much I miss Shoni. See, thank you. Thank you. I love when people who are like shippers, like Shoni shippers or whatever, you know, they miss that ship, but they can also recognize that this is also working. Like Heather and Cheryl, they do have a chemistry together and like it is fun to see and and see what's going to happen with that. So I I do love that. I do like the fact that they make a point to say like their chemistry and their vibe is like her vibe is good. Yeah. And I like the way that the the show is not making her like 
already look evil and sketchy like even in this episode you and i are talking about it as if like we're not really sure where her head's at we're not yeah. really sure what her motives are we don't even really know if she's has evil motives there wasn't like evil music behind her no like, no no it's very like subtle if if that even, everything's like, very very subtle so and, i i do like that a lot because it makes you feel like there could be a possibility of something new and different for a little bit longer mm-hmm. instead of being like oh Cheryl's in trouble. I guess Shoney's yep. just around the corner. Like everybody's yep. just waiting for that to happen. And like this just gives us some breathing time with a new character and a new plot point. So I'm into And it. that's why I didn't want them to kiss this episode. I didn't I don't want fair. that to be the that's only fair. thing that like characters can like get to right away. Like right. let it be a slow burn. Like let it yeah. let them like build up to that. Cause really then it's point. like more worth it. So really good point. Uh, we also have one from Instagram from Ule. U L A A E. They say their MVP is Veronica. She literally is—is she literally the cure for cancer? Question mark. LVP. Frank needs to be punched. I know. I need to kill. Someone needs to like beat him (laughs) off. I need to kill him. I need to kill him right now. Thank you. Thank you all for your roundups again. Whenever we do our podcast we try to get as many as we can so please send them our way as soon as you can it's um on twitter it's sort of like bittersweet because like we want to record right away yeah. so that you guys have an episode right away um yeah. but then we don't get a lot of roundups because you guys haven't been able to watch the episode right away so it's right. like a kind of like two-sided coin exactly yeah you either get the podcast right away or you get a podcast late with a bunch yeah. of roundups so yeah uh, but so. don't forget, guys, always comment under the video or like send mm. us on Instagram, like send us your roundups. And we usually post it like the next day, like on our socials. We so post it or we talk we about it the it. following episode. Like yeah. we're, we're here for y'all and all of the input that you have. So with that, I would like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode, our Rewinder squad. We have White, Nicole and Cliff, our Lit Rewinders, Tina and Slay and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala and Grace. Thank you guys. If you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. And also make sure you're checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. And also you can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Anything that you listen to podcasts on. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.